0: Listen to me, I'm talking to you. Yes, Listen, I'm what I want you to do. Y'all go ahead and sit down, but while you're sitting, I want you to be thinking about something. I want y'all to sing what a day that'll be right here in just a minute, however that'd be best. I know the choir usually does it. If One of y'all want to sing it, all y'all want to sing it, want to sing congregational, but I want you to sing that right here in just a minute, all right? It is good to be here this morning, good to see each one of you. Trust you've had a good week this week. Let me say this, thank you so much for all the calls, texts, everything's been done. Uh, As far as with my grandpa passing away, all the visits, all the food, uh, thank you so, so, so much. And uh, y'all quickly became, I probably will not say this over Facebook Live, but I'm going to, y'all quickly become the favorite group of our family. And you said, Preacher, how come? Well, he passed away on Wednesday. It wasn't long we had some chicken coming in and some mashed potatoes and green beans. We enjoyed that, Kirk. We sure did. And then it wasn't a few minutes later, some more chicken come in and mashed potatoes and green beans. And it wasn't just a few more minutes, some chicken and mashed potatoes and green beans and biscuits. And uh, then the next morning, John brought some biscuits over from the church. And uh, I, I run in there real quick and looked, and make sure it didn't say chicken nowhere. And it didn't. Uh, they was tenderloin and ham and sausage, and I ain't never come so close to hugging John Jones' neck in all my life and uh then, throughout the day, they was some more chicken and green beans and mashed potatoes and uh that evening, Jessica and Kenny came in and brought some subs and uh, I ate one while they was there, and I thought well i'll go back they's so many subs we'll eat this for days I'll go back and eat some more after a while, and uh, went back in there, and they's just gone I mean they's just gone, there wasn't none of them left. And, uh, but no, we we appreciate everything that you did. And uh, several have brought in different things. And I appreciate everything you did. Thank you for all the calls. Thank you for all the texts, all the visits. Thank you for your prayers. And uh, you'll never know how much you meant to us. And thank you so, so much for that. Brother Kenny made a statement this morning. I'll tell you this quickly, and we're going going to get serious. Uh, Brother Kenny made a statement this morning, said he was going to pick out his own casket. He's going to playing his own funeral and he might even record himself and just play that at the funeral and uh, my wife's always picked on me She even when we were dating uh, every time we'd go to the funeral home I'd get to tell her something I wanted at my funeral she just thought that was so strange said you ought not be thinking about it as much as I do at the age I am but I told her the other day, and y'all think I'm joking, but I told her, I said, uh, when I die, I said, oh, you get to two or three preachers, whatever you want to do, I said, oh, you, you'll kind of know who I'd have confidence enough in to preach, and I said, uh whenever that may be and i said you get your two or three preachers come preach and i said you take the one you got the most confidence in and let them take some of them young preachers that will be there and give them 10 15 minutes let them preach a little while and i said that'll be good for them and she laughed she said oh you're joking but i was really being serious as a heart attack i mean i really was and uh, i told her i said i need to find me somebody young that can sing uh, that I enjoy to hear sing and sing at my funeral and uh, not because I don't enjoy older people I just I figure Kurt and Kenny hopefully be gone by the time I die I'm hoping that'll be I'm hoping that's how things are going to go so uh, I wanted somebody that uh, was a little bit younger and so I, I, I won't tell y'all how my funeral's going to be. Well, Miss Charity Cardwell, Brother Brian Cardwell's daughter, helped me with this yesterday, and I believe she's on to something. I told her, I said, it'll be hard for my wife to pick three preachers, many as I know. And uh, I'd love to preach several young preachers, but they probably won't have time. And I need to, there's a lot of people I'd love to hear sing. And she just laughed. She said, I'll tell you what you ought to do, preacher. She said, what you need to do is just go ahead and get it planned. She said, when you die, don't just have a funeral. You just have a jubilee that week and i said well you might be on to something and she said you think about it people bringing food to the family anyway that'll be lunch on the grounds and i thought well you might be on to something she said you'd have him young preachers preach in the morning then every night let one of your buddies preach and i thought well i believe you might be on to something and her sister faith said yeah preacher and then after that nobody ever forgets you because after that it'll be a memorial every year they'll have the second annual preacher poncho jubilee and uh, so i believe that's where i Go. I, I believe that's what will be done, but uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you did. I do. Thank you so much for everything you did for the family. We sure do appreciate it. Do have much to be in prayer about. Remember the service today. Remember all those sick and afflicted, though there seems like there's much going on right now. Can to remember each one of those. And uh, then you remember us. We will, uh, if, if everything goes well, we'll be leaving this Wednesday. I won't be here Wednesday night. We'll be out of town for a couple of days. And uh, Brother James Collins be coming preaching for you. And uh, then just the way it fell, coming back on Sunday, uh, I'll be here Sunday morning. Brother Houston Parks will be preaching for you. It'll be you Sunday, and uh, you be much in prayer. I know. Uh, I know Hayden's going to be teaching the teenage boys class. Angela's going to be teaching the teenage girls class. And Angela won't be. Me- to announce to y'all, any of you ladies that love to hear her teach, she'd be more than happy if you come down there and hear her. And uh, no, she told me not to do that, but uh, I think I think it'd be good. And uh, from what I've heard, she's put in an awful lot of study, and I, I, I hate for it just to fall on Kendra and nobody else. So some of you ladies... You you go down there and hear. I believe that'd be a blessing, and uh, I believe it'd be a help to you. And I appreciate these young these young people doing that. And uh, it, I hate for her to do all that work and nobody get to know about it. So uh, I appreciate her, and she's turning red back there. But I do appreciate her. I do appreciate her studying. I know Hayden's stu- studied as well, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them take part. And I was saying about that this week. I remember the first time they ever asked me to teach. And uh, I kind of did the same thing to Hayden has done with me. I asked him, and he said, no, I'm not doing that. And uh, Matthew Foster told me several, several years ago, he said, I tell you what, you pray about it tell Sunday and he said if you can come back in tell me Sunday morning that the lord does not want you to teach I'll never ask you again. And I thought boy that'd be easy and I and I I come back in he said well what's the answer and I said well I could lie to you but the honest truth is I can't tell you that and uh, I I mean Kenny was talking about how nerve-wracking it is that first time uh, but I hope some we're going to need some teachers in the next few years. You know that we're going to need some people to step up. And uh, I appreciate them being willing to do that. And uh, I trust the Lord will bless them, trust they'll enjoy that. And uh, I promise you, I'll tell you this quickly, and we're going to move on. As much as I dreaded it, I found out over the years, I enjoyed it even more than I thought I dreaded it. And uh, so I hope that works out for you as well. But do pray for them. Several things coming up. Uh, we'll give you some announcements about all that later. But maybe this morning before we go to the Lord in Word of Prayer, somebody have a prayer request on your heart. Amen. 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 Hey, mom, Britt. Hey, mom, Hey, my. Don't forget real quick while I'm thinking about it, don't forget the ladies' conference down at Canaan Baptist Church in Salisbury. When is that, Kim? September 26th. 26th. If you'll get with my wife, any of you ladies, you'll not have to drive down there. We'll take the bus. We'll make sure you get down there, bring you back. Uh, Lunch will be provided. I thought, well, brunch will be provided. Whatever that is, and then they'll be feeding you a meal after the service. And uh, But I believe you have a good time down there, and I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Let my wife know. We'll take care of everything, getting you down there, getting you back. Let her know if you're interested in going so she can get them a number. All right? I know she's heard from some, but anybody interested, you let her know. Somebody else got a prayer request. Forward prayer. Hey. Amen. somebody else all hearts free all right if so uh, I'm going to ask brother Chris Murphy if he would taste a little more to prayer brother when you get done whatever y'all decide to do y'all come on and sing
1: Everybody stand. We're gonna sing that. Thanks, <laughs> hey, through the process.
0: Somebody got some on your heart. Something you need to do. You mind the Lord this morning. Amen. While they're getting ready, somebody else got some on your heart. Amen. 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 Somebody eat. All right, y'all come on.
1: Thank the Lord, for saving me and thank you for being so good to me. <clears throat> the garden, in the garden, all alone, he was praying for his own. Tell someone how precious he is. And Roman soldiers mocked his name as he stood and bore my shame. Tell. Yeah. Tell him that he understands
0: And on
1: him they can be pin. They-
0: Some on your heart, something you need to do. Mind the Lord this morning. All hearts free. All right. If not. You bear with me this morning. I'm just going to do my best, share my heart with you. And uh, I know you've heard this before, but it just seemed like the Lord wouldn't let this get off my heart yesterday and today. And just want to do my best to be obedient and uh, interesting how the Lord puts things together sometimes. If you have your Bibles, go with me to the book of 1 Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter number four, and uh, we'll begin reading verse 13 right here in just a moment. Uh, Brother Kenny made the statement this morning that he kindly went with the I am's of Christ a little bit out of order, and that some reason the Lord wanted him to have that uh, look at the resurrection and the life this morning. And uh, yesterday when we was there at the funeral and we'd walk down to the graveside and, uh, we was, they had, uh, the preachers in front of the casket. And I, if you've ever been to Charity Hill, there's a, they've got a fence around their graveyard. And there's a, just a little opening right there, John, that you walk through. It was kind of, gets, guess, almost a gate, if you would, uh, to get into the cemetery. And, uh, I don't know. I walked through there. And, uh, the, the, the casket was behind me and the family farming behind them and all the church behind them. And I walked through there, John, and I looked out across that cemetery to all them tombstones. Some of them I knew, some of them I didn't. Uh, and I don't know, Ron, it just hit me in that moment. Uh, boy, what if the Lord come back right now? I mean, if right now the Lord come back, And uh, the Bible said the dead in Christ shall rise first, isn't that right? And I thought, man, what if them graves just burst open right now? And uh, just had that thought on my heart all day that day. And uh, all all night, last night, to a certain extent this morning. And uh, I asked those men to sing that song, what a day that'll be. And uh if you noticed when they when they first started there's a, the first little phrase of that song is this there's coming a day if the Lord hit me I want to preach on that just a few minutes this morning on that thought there's coming a day Bible said there in verse 13 stand with me when you find your places in honor and reverence of the reading of the word of the Lord first Thessalonians chapter 4 Verse number thirteen, the Bible said, "But I would not uh, have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. that uh, you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope?" Uh, verse fourteen: For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus that uh, uh, with God. Bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain uh, under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them uh, which are asleep. For the Lord himself should ascend from heaven with a shout, uh, with a voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, uh, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Uh, verse 17, then we which are alive and remain uh, uh, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds uh, uh, to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Verse 18, the Bible Bible said, uh, wherefore, uh, comfort one another uh, with these words. Let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, Lord, I sure love you this morning. God, I'm thankful, uh, uh, Lord, for the privilege, God, the honor to be back in your house. Uh, uh, Lord, I'm thankful for what we've felt already this far. Uh, uh, but Lord, this is another time, or this is another service. Uh, uh, Lord, I realize, I'm aware this morning that, uh, Lord, I have no preaching me. God, I need a friend. Fresh touch, a uh, uh, fresh anointing. Lord, I pray that uh, this morning would you forgive me where I failed you. Uh, uh, just for a little while would you clothe me in the cloak of my calling? Uh, Lord, I pray give me auction, give me utterance. Uh, uh, Father, that only comes from you. Lord, I pray that, uh, Lord, whatever the need, whatever the situation, uh, uh, Lord, I pray you touch every heart, every life this morning. Uh, save that one nearest to the devil's head. Uh, Lord, I pray you help us today to uh, encourage ourselves and, you, uh, and we'll be careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory, for we ask it in Jesus' wonderful name. Uh, amen and amen. You and be seated <coughs> and thank you for standing. Now, very familiar text this morning. We, uh, we've all been here, we've heard the upside, uh, uh, but I just want to give you a few things this morning just a reminder uh, quickly. That have been encouragement to us. I want you to notice where Paul uh, ended here with this uh, section, this portion of scripture, verse 18. He said, Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Now, uh, we, we know what he's talking about, and we'll get into all that here in just a minute, but I, I do want to say this by way of introduction, and I know it's a little bit backwards, but I, I'm going to preach my introduction out of verse 18, and then I'll probably end up going back and preaching it all again. I, I want you to notice what the Bible said. Wherefore, uh, uh, because of all this, is what Paul's saying, uh, uh, because of everything I just said. Uh, Comfort one another uh, with these words. Now, there's been much said over the last few months, over this year even, uh, of everything that's going on in our society uh, and in the world and in our community. I mean, it seems like everything uh, uh, is a falling apart. Isn't that right? I mean, there's, just think about everything we've dealt with uh, uh, just this year. Uh, Kenny said a while ago that... uh I believe the way he described it was, when you think about the political uh, realm of things, it felt like he was playing ping-pong with a hand grenade. I believe that's what he said. It uh, uh, just didn't seem like it's going to be any way it was really going to work out too good, no matter how you went about it. I mean, uh, you've got all this with politics. Think about physically, uh, uh, the coronavirus, and all these things that are going on. Now, uh, you think about socially, all the uh, the Black Lives Matter, and the this and the that. I mean, there's so much that we... We've dealt with uh, uh, just in this year, and uh, if, you, if you're not if you're not concerned about the coronavirus, uh, uh, you're probably concerned about politics. And if you're not concerned about politics, uh, uh, you're probably concerned about the coronavirus. I mean, it seems like everything uh, is just all mixed up. These, that uh, these, they tell me not for the reasons you might think, but uh, they tell me there's more people homeschooling their children this year uh, than there ever has been because. They figure if they're going to have to do it anyway, they might as well just do it all, isn't that right? I mean, uh, uh, this is beyond. I mean, it seems like everything, John's, just turned upside down. Uh, we're in turmoil. Nobody knows really which way to go. Nobody knows exactly what to do. Uh, uh, it just seems like everything's messed up. And amidst all that, life still goes on. Did you know that? There's still people getting sick. There's still people dying. There's still financial issues. There's people lost their jobs. There's people, uh, the cancer's still real. I mean, there's still all this is still going on on top of all that. Uh, not only that, there's still babies being born. But that adds all this extra stress. So what could happen here? And what could happen? I mean, it just seems like everything is turned upside down. And I thought about that this morning on my way up here, and I thought, you know what we really need, John? We need something that we can find comfort in. That's what we need. We just need something that we can find some. Comfort in, isn't that right? I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't say that me and my wife's by any means had the worst year uh, since we've got married, but we've had a pretty tough year this year. I mean, it seems like there's been a lot going on. It seems like, well, you know how it, it seems like when it rains, it pours, doesn't it? I I I, I, I told her the other day. I said I, everything's been going fairly good. Kirk Papa Irvin passed away on Wednesday at eleven o'clock. Uh, about one o'clock, they come got the body because of all that rain we hadn't had no hadn't been able to mow, so I went to go mow his yard, and my yard, my truck, because he was particular about his yard, and uh, I, I made about two light passes back and forth, and uh, the blades quit running, I got out and looked, and uh, I thought the bed had broke, no, it wasn't a bed, it was the whole idler pulley just come ripped off of the deck, and uh, so that's going to have to be fixed, and then uh, that night, I was sitting there, and I was up at Mom and Daddy's, and uh, I thought I could get past my uncle's vehicle without, uh, without him moving, and I, uh, I come around the back door of my truck, hit up against the basketball goal, and in the truck. I I mean, it just seems like everything just starts falling. I'm not trying to give you a pity party. It just seems like when it rains, it pours, doesn't it? And that's been our whole year this year. I I mean, everything's just fell apart. I can tell you numerous things in my life, your life, our lives. Everything just seems like it's going wrong. And we need something to bring some comfort. Isn't that right? We need something. The Bible said, wherefore, comfort, one another with these words. You know what Paul was saying? No matter what's going on, this is something that you can bring comfort to you. Isn't that right? Not only can you comfort yourself, but you can bring comfort, Kirk, to somebody else. Isn't that right? That's what Paul said. So let's see what he said. Notice with me. Now, we understand this morning what Paul's talking about, and it's interesting to me, it's never mentioned so much in this text, but he's talking about a certain day. Did you know that? He's referring, because it's unknown, he can't, he can't tell you when it is, but he's referring to a day. Basically, what Paul's saying, if you put it down in one sentence, what Paul's saying in verse 13 through 18, he's saying, there is coming a day. That's what Paul's getting there, trying to stress. Now you say, preacher, what do you see about that? Well, watch verse 13. The Bible said, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which were asleep, that you saw not even as others which have no hope. Now, I want you to notice with me quickly, and I'm going to preach. Can we be one more point of introduction. It becomes evident in verse 13 that every the church at Thessalonica, uh, there was some question, there was some concern uh, about what happened after you died. Isn't that right? Watch how he started out. He said, But I would not you be ignorant, brethren. Isn't that right? He said, I don't want you to wonder. I want you to know what happens after that you die. Now, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, was some, uh, I talked to a man the other day, and he told me that we did this too soon, but I don't think so. If you think so, just just keep that to yourself. And it'll be all right. Uh, but, I, I, Kirk, I, I told my wife I spent... When we were dating, we spent the majority of our dates in a nursing home or a hospital. I mean, I'm just being honest, we did. And uh, that's a big part of our life, it seems like. It seems like we're uh, being a pastor. It seems like you're constantly around people that are sick. You're constantly around uh, death. You're, you spend a lot of time there. And I, we felt like that Andrew was getting old enough he could understand that just a little bit. So we, we, after Papa Irvin passed away, I took him in there in another room. And I uh, started as best you could to a four-year-old to explain that to him. And Explained that Pop had been sick, and sometimes when you get sick and you're older, you get so sick that you don't get any better, and uh, that you die. And that, and I tried to explain that. I told him. he, He said, "Daddy, what happens when you die?" And I told him, I said, well, if you saved, I said, you, when you die, you, just, you, you go to be with Jesus. You, you die, you won't be here with us anymore. You'll be with Jesus. And it's not funny, but you laughed because we laughed about it. Uh, a few minutes later, he got by us. We, had, we was at what we call the big room, and uh, the, the, the body was in the, in the living room. And somebody or another, Andrew, got by us and run into the kitchen and come into the living room. And when he run in there, he came back, and he looked at his mama, and he said, Mama, uh, Daddy said Papa went to be with Jesus But he's in the living room I'm so confused uh, uh, Are you with me And uh, evidently That's where that's where these, these believers were uh, uh, They wasn't quite sure What it was that happened After that you died Isn't that right And Paul said I don't want you to be ignorant of this uh, I want you to understand What happens And we took the time to tell him that uh, Brother Kenny said it pretty similar To what I told Andrew this morning I told him that your body that, that was just what you could see, and it had died, John, but uh, that, that what was on the inside, what makes you who you are, uh, uh, that, it had gone, that that part had went to be with Jesus. And uh, he said, oh, okay, we went on. So Paul begins dealing with something that's pretty, pretty uh, strenuous, I guess you could say. Uh, he's dealing with, he said, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are what sleep, Isn't that right? Paul said, remind, he's reminding them quickly, and it goes back to what Brother Kenny hit on in Sunday school. He's telling them while the body has died, uh, uh, that they're not dead, Kirk, per se. Their spirit, their soul, uh, it still lives on. Isn't that right? Uh, I, I heard old Sammy Allen, he passed away not too long ago, just a couple of weeks ago, months ago now, I guess. Uh, but he made this statement one day. If you didn't know Brother Sammy Allen, you ought to look him up sometime and listen to him. But he said, one of these days you'll hear that Brother Sammy passed away. And he said, don't believe not in every one word of it. And he said, I'll be more alive than I've ever been. Isn't that right? Yeah. That body may lay down, but he said, I'll be, who he was John, uh, his soul is be more alive than it ever was. So Paul said, "He re- it becomes obvious there was some question uh, concerning death. Now if we'd be honest, uh, every one of us wonder what will happen when you die. You can look real spiritual if you want to. Everyone One of us uh, would like to know what we'd go through when we die. Every one of us would. Uh, uh, It's just an unknown. And Paul said, uh, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, uh, even as others uh, uh, which have no hope. Now, watch this. There's something about this day I'm interested in. Notice the peculiarity of the day. Now, you say, Preacher, what are you talking about? Watch what he said. He said, but I would not have you to be ignorant brethren, that's talking about those that are saved, uh, concerning them which are asleep, talking about those that are dead, uh, that ye, talking to the believers, talking to the saved child of God, sorrow not, isn't that right? Then he went on and said, even as others which have no hope, isn't that right? Paul said there's something about this day that makes it peculiar to those that are saved by the grace of God. It makes it different for some, John, than it is for others. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I ain't never said this behind the pulpit, I don't reckon, I, but I'm just being honest. I know how to be. My wife and my mama get so frustrated at me. My wife told me the other day, she said, if you don't cry when I die, I'm going to kill you. I don't know how she's going to do that, but that's what she said. But I I don't know, from a little boy, Kirk, I was taught that, uh, I was just taught that death was part of life, that you, Brother Ken, hit that this morning, that uh, uh, I've just been taught that. I'm not being critical anybody that does, uh, but sometimes I have to watch myself because, uh, John, if I'm not careful, I come across the wrong way, because death, uh, it just seems like to me, uh, in my mind, that I deal with death differently than other people do. Kirk, I'll be honest with you, I loved my grandpa. More than probably anybody in this world. He was probably my dearest, dearest friend. Uh, uh, but I, as far as I know, I don't reckon I shed one tear. Uh, not that I don't miss him, uh, uh, but I just realized death is part of life. Isn't that right? I just realized. Eventually, he was going to die, isn't that right? Uh, I, I, I'm just being honest. Now, I'm not being critical of you if you cry. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you, I realized that. I told my wife the other day, I said, you know how I can do that? I'm not saying you're a bad Christian because you do cry. That's not what I'm saying. I said, you know how I can sit here and not cry? Because I've got hope. I, I, it's not that uh, There's no reason for me to sit around and waddle in self-pity, and there's no reason for me to sit around weeping all the time, I, uh, because, John, I've got Got hope uh, that I'll see him again, isn't that right? Uh, I've got hope uh, uh, that there, that that's not the end. That's not uh, when I laid him in that casket skit uh, and I took that lapel pin off my off my jacket uh, and sat on top of the. That wasn't the last time uh, uh, that I'd ever say. That's not what it was, John. Uh, uh, we just parted for a little while, isn't that right? Uh, there's a hope It's peculiar, and Paul said uh, that you sorrow not. Watch what he said. Uh, even as others uh, uh, which have no hope. Isn't that right? I sit there and I'll be honest with you while Brother Keith Brown was preaching at the graveside, I thought to myself yesterday, I thought if the Lord was to come back right now, John, uh, I believe it had been a split instance uh, uh, that I'd have seen the bodily resurrection of my grandma when he's right there at the graveside. I- I'd have seen Papa Irvin. I'd have seen Nana Court Lee, I'd have seen Grandma Brown. I'd have seen Grandpa Brown. <laughs> I'd have seen uh, J.T., I'd have seen all those uh, uh, right there around us. Uh, I believe there might have been just a moment, maybe there would not uh, uh, that I would have said the Bible said, dead in Christ shall rise first and those which are alive remain uh, uh, shall be caught up together in the class, meet them in the air, uh, isn't that right? Uh, uh, it was not goodbye, uh, it was just see you later, isn't that right? Uh, because, so it's peculiar uh, to those that are saved, that yeah. uh, right? I know I'm not being ugly by their own testimony I know there was people in the family unless they get saved by the grace of God so yesterday by, at about 12, 1 o'clock was the last time that's the last thing John they'll ever say the last thing they'll ever do uh, it was, that was it, that was the end uh, they have no hope uh, uh, isn't that right but, but Paul said I would not have you to be ignorant brethren concerning them which are asleep that you saw not even as others which have no hope what he was saying was we have hope uh, that we will see them again, isn't that right? Now watch this. So it's a peculiar day. Not only that, notice with me the precept of the day. You say, preacher, how in the world, how in the world could we do that? Well, let me say this quickly. He, he begins to address their questions by telling them of a day that's not going to be like any other. Do you know that, Kirk? There is coming a day. I don't know when it'll be. I, I don't know what time it'll be, I don't know what day to be, don't know what year, don't know what month, but I do know this. There is coming a day that'll be unlike any other. Isn't that right? Oh mine, it could be just any day. Did you know that? I, did y'all catch that? It could be just any day, John, uh, that there'll be a day unlike any other. What about that? So he begins to address their questions by telling them of a day. Don't want that, notice the precept of the day. Verse 14, the Bible says, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Isn't that right? You say, preacher, what are you going to say about that? Notice the precept of the day. Paul said, that ought not surprise you, Those coming a day that's going to change everything, uh, it ought not surprise you that I sit there asleep, uh, that's what he said, wasn't it, he said concerning them which are asleep, uh, he said I, it ought not surprise you I don't view them as dead, uh, it ought not surprise you I'm telling you they're going to wake up one day, uh, it ought not surprise you that things are going to change, uh, uh, because to get saved you believe that Jesus died uh, and rose again, isn't that right, and if he did that, uh, uh, why wouldn't he let really there would be a resurrection? Isn't that right? Uh, uh, watch what he said. Notice verse 14. Hurry. Bible said that if we, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus uh, uh, will God bring with him. Uh, can I say this? The only reason, uh, uh, the only hope, uh, uh, the only thing, John, that gives us that hope uh, of seeing him again and knowing this is not the end uh, is the fact that uh, uh, the only reason we have a hope of a bodily resurrection of the saints uh, and a rapture of the church is because of the death, burial and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? Uh, He conquered death. Uh, He conquered the grave. Uh, Isn't that right? Uh, And he's got the keys of death and the grave. Uh, He is the only hope that we have. And Paul said, why is it so hard for you to believe that? You believe Jesus died and rose again. Uh, uh, Why is it so hard to believe? that God wouldn't raise up those uh, that believe in Jesus. Isn't that right? There's a precept of the day. Now, there's never been a day like I'm talking about. Is that right? I've never seen. Now, listen to me. I've never seen. uh, Brother Kenny dealt this morning with John 11 where Lazarus uh, was resurrected from the dead, but that was one man, John. Isn't that right? I'm not talking. The Lord's not going to just come by one day and say, "All right, Irvin Dodson, you 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 come on up." And then He's not going to go and uh, say, "All right, Peggy Mosley, you come on up." That's not what's going to happen. The Bible said uh, uh, that He's going to send with a voice, with a shout and the voice of the archangel uh, and the trumpet. God's going to send the Bible. And the dead in Christ uh, shall rise first. Now let me show you something. You know what that means? That means every man, woman. Boy and girl that ever lived, that ever lived, that were saved by the grace of God, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, their their body will resurrect. Isn't that right? And Corey, they've never been a day like that day. When it when it when it, when it died, when it, when Jesus died. Bible said that. Now you remember you remember that was those that was those first fruits we looked at that one time. Bible said that many of the saints arose and were seen in Jerusalem. Remember that? But John, it wasn't everybody that ever lived. It was many of the saints. Isn't that right? Yeah. That right? right? But this'll be every individual, Kirk, ever been saved. Yeah. The dead in Christ. Isn't that right? right? Those that have put their faith in Christ shall rise. And there's never been a day like that. Yeah. You say, Preacher, how can you know that any shadow of doubt that, that day is going to happen? Because I believe that he was buried, that he died. Yeah. He was buried and he resurrected. And if he can do that, John, I, I have no problem believing he can resurrect me one day. Right? I have no problem believing there's a precept uh, that we put our faith in. You say, Preacher, I don't know if I can do that. If you ever been saved? You have. Is yeah. yeah. that Right. It's essential that you believe that he died, was buried, and resurrected uh, to be saved by the grace of God. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? So we're not having no problem believing that there is coming a day. So there's the peculiarity of the day. There's the precept of the day. Let me hurry and I'm done. Notice the prevailing of the day. Boy, I like this. Watch verse 15. The Bible said, For this we say unto you, By the word of the Lord... Boy, I like that. Paul said, I'm not just making this up. I'm telling you what the Lord said. I'm telling you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Notice that phrase. Shall not prevent them which are asleep. You know what that's saying? Now watch this. We're so busy in these days Seems like we don't know what to do. I I was telling Chris more a minute ago, uh, all that, uh, I told you a minute to go about all the things, some of the things that happened and uh, so that means, John, I've got to go get my lawnmower fixed. We're going to leave Wednesday go on vacation, so the next two days I've got to get my lawnmower fixed, Ronald. I, 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 I need to go I need to go get my truck inspected. That's got to be done before the end of the month. I've got to go pay my taxes and tags. Boy, that's a joy. I look forward to that. Uh, I've, I've got to pack sometime. i got Kimberly wants me to clean up the van. Uh, it seems like we're so busy. There's so much going on. Uh, I've always picked on my wife. She ain't never on Time for nothing. I mean, she just, I love her dearly, but she's never on time for nothing. And I've always said if the rapture took place today, she'd say, Lord, can you give me five more minutes so I can get my makeup on? I mean, I, I, I've always said, when, when she dies, I'll tell you what I'm going to do when she dies. Whatever, if her funeral starts at 11, I'm going to tell them, don't you dare roll her in the church till 11.15. If she couldn't get there when she's alive, don't bring her in on time when she's dead. Uh, I mean, I'm just being honest. Huh? Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, with all that being said, do you realize what he's saying, John? He said, those of us which are alive and remain shall not prevent them which are asleep. You know what he was saying? Kirk, it doesn't matter how busy I am. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's going. On. It Doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter if coronavirus is coming or not. In that day, there's nothing going to prevent the bodily resurrection. Right. Isn't that right? Did you catch that? It's going to prevail no matter what. There is a prevailing of that day. Nothing, anything. There's no politician going to prevent it. That's exactly, there's no disease going to prevent it, there's nothing in that day that'll prevent the dead in Christ from rising, isn't that right, Right. what about that, isn't it good to know that there's a day coming, and Paul said what he say, wherefore comfort one another with these words, aren't you glad to know there's a day, this day's not dependent on me and you. Isn't that right? You know why I can't prevent it? I'm not the one going to perform it. Ain't that right? I'm not the one raising them. I'm not the one. I'm not doing any of it. So therefore, I can't prevent it. It's not dependent upon me and you. It is coming and neither those remaining nor those who have passed away will prevent it. It will prevail no matter what may come or what may go. There is coming a day. Isn't that right? It that's how that song started, wasn't it? There is coming a day. It doesn't matter what may come what may go there's a lot that I don't know what'll happen uh, it's been said wonder how long coronavirus will be around hey some say by November 5th it'll be gone you never hear of it again that may be so But uh, they some say it'll be by 2021 I've heard of churches canceled service completely until the end of 2021 I've heard some say they won't have service again till the beginning of 2021 I, I don't know how long to stay I don't know what's going to come and i just be honest with you I know you ain't going to like it but by December November Uh, we may be facing something that makes coronavirus look fun. I don't know what will happen. But I do know this, thank God. Uh, uh, There is coming a day uh, and there's no politician, there's no coronavirus, uh, uh, there's no sickness, there's no nothing uh, that will prevent that day. One of these days, uh, uh, the Bible said, the Lord himself shall ascend with a shout uh, and the voice of the archangel the trumpet God. Isn't that right? Uh, And there's nothing Nothing or no one that will prevent that day. And Paul said, wherefore comfort one another with these words. Yeah. that right? I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what you're facing, but it may feel like everything in your life is torn apart. It may seem like everything is falling apart and you don't know what tomorrow holds. And I've got news for you. I don't neither. Yeah. Yeah. that right? But I do know, Kirk, there's coming a day. Is right. that Right. There is coming a day, Michelle, that's going to be unlike any other day. Preacher, how do you know that? Because I know that he died and was buried and resurrected. If he can do that, he would make sure a day comes. Isn't that right? is that right? And it's unlike any other day. He's going, to, he's going to be the one to perform it. And I know that it shall prevail. There's not, we cannot prevent... That day. I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I do know that there's coming a day. Now watch this. Here's word I really want to get. Let me bog down these last couple of verses and I'm done. Verse 16, of the Bible said this. For the Lord himself shall ascend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Notice with me. Now, we, we, Paul gives us here what's going to happen. The Lord Leona. The Bible says he's going to descend from heaven. He, he's, going, he's going to shout with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God, John's going to sound. Isn't that right? I mean, boy, that, that seems amazing. And then it said, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. If it happened right now, John, if you I don't know how to work. I don't know how quick it to happen. I don't, know, I don't know if anybody even been able to notice it. But all I know is them graves that burst open and the dead in Christ would rise first. Isn't that right? Yeah. But can I show you something? That day is not about your mamma and papa.
1: It's
0: not about mom and daddy. It's not, it's not about Nana Corley. It's not about Papa Irvin. It's not about my great grandmas and grandmas. That's not who it's about. The Bible said the Lord Himself. Isn't that right? Oh, my. He's not, it's with the voice of the archangel, but he's not sending Gabriel after us. Ain't that right? Now stay with me. Stay with me. He's not sending Gabriel. He's not sending Michael. He's not sending anybody else. The Bible said the Lord himself. And that day, you say, preacher, right now, I'll be honest with you. You have to be careful. And I, I'm not trying to get political. You have to be careful. People get so. We 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 look so much to get contentious about stuff. It's not even be it's not even funny. My my aunt is just a you. Fought, you I'm telling you what she is. My great aunt is. I mean, as hardcore a Republican as you ever find in your life. I mean, she is dogmatic, Kirk. Uh, I asked her the other day, I said, if a man was running on the Democrat and a woman on the Republican, I said, who would you vote for? And she said, well, I'd vote for the Republican. And I said, and I was just picking on her, and I said, well, the Bible said a woman on a certain authority over a man. What are you going to do with that? And she said, well, well, but she's a Republican. I said, she's still a woman. And she said, but she's a Republican. I said, but the Bible still says, and I was just messing with her, she said, well, I guess I just wouldn't vote, but there ain't no way I could cast my vote for them. There just ain't no way I could do it. I guess I just wouldn't vote at all. Now, I said, oh, that's You know what she told me the other day? Now, watch this. She told me, she said, there's old so-and-so, and I just love to get around them. And I said to her, and I looked at her, and I looked at them, and I knew what they thought, and I knew what she thought, and I thought, why would you want to be around them? And I said, why? And she said, me and him just love to argue. He's about as much a Democrat as she is a Republican. And they love Chris to get together and argue back and forth, isn't that right? And that's how our churches are, by the way, sometimes. We just we just love to argue about something. We just love Something that nobody can agree on. We just love. You have to be careful everything you say, uh, uh, because well, God help me right here. Uh, we're all we're all so sissified in these days that nobody can't handle nothing. Everybody gets their feelings hurt. Uh, you can't say nothing because this one might get mad and that might get mad. God help us. Uh, I, I mean, I'm telling you, you can't say nothing no more. Yeah. You know what Paul said? And that day it ain't gonna be nobody saying. Well, I think it's about grandma. No. There ain't nobody gonna say, well, there ain't nobody gonna say, well, the Bible says the dead in Christ shall rise first, isn't that right? Mm-hmm. And Kirk, in that day, there ain't nobody, you ain't gonna look at nobody in your family and say, Well, I hate you, got here for, hours. Oh no, friend. No. It's all about him. Yeah. That right. right? The Lord Himself shall ascend from heaven right. with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, trumpet God shall sound, and then those which are dead in Christ shall. Ain't that right? Yeah. God help us. It's gonna be all. About him these days it's an election year y'all I guess y'all know that, but these days, I mean every time I get so sick of it, every time you turn TV on it'd be this and then to be that, and they send me text messages, they send me phone calls I, I mean it, it gets it gets on my nerves so bad, I mean God help us, but can I say this there'll be no question there'll be no question who's in charge on that day. There'll be no question, there'll be no question who it's about. It'll be about the Lord. The Bible says the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven. What about that? What about the fact that He Himself, Michelle, is coming to get us? That brings some comfort to me, doesn't it, yeah? I'll be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not gonna get to, I told you, y'all also, y'all also sensitive. You can't take nothing. So well, you can't stand up and tell you what I what anybody really thinks. But I'll tell you this, I have my about the election. I do. Kirk Hayes, I don't spend much time because I have much I can do about it no way, but well, there's been a few times I've stopped and wondered, wonder what happened if this one went in and wonder what happened if that one went in, wonder where we'll be. But in that day, I'm not a bit worried about that, Michelle. I'm not worried about I know what's going to happen because there's no question who's going to come again. The Lord Himself's going to descend from heaven. Isn't that right? He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That comforts me this morning. That brings comfort to my heart to know that it's all about him. And there's nothing me or anybody else can do to prevent that day. I don't know when it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when it, I don't know when that day's a coming, but I do know that it's going to come. There is coming a day. Notice this. Notice the period of that day. They say, Preacher, what do you mean by that? Watch what the Bible said, verse 17, and I'm almost done. Then we which are alive and remain should be caught up together with them, talking about those that are dead in Christ, with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Now, boy, that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, if it happened right now, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, every single person that was saved in every graveyard, every, all in the sea, uh, 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 all uh, their body would be resurrected and they'd rise first. And then the Bible said, those which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them. To meet the Lord in the air. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine sitting right here? And I, I, I know, I know y'all, y'all have to agree with me. I know I'm pretty good looking. And I know y'all enjoy coming here to hearing me preach. But could you imagine standing here right now, listening to me, preaching, looking at me, and just like that, see grandma and grandpa and great-grandma and great-grandma, and all of a sudden realize right there's the Lord, and here I am. Can you imagine that? That's how to happen, friend, just in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, Kirk, we'll be caught up together to be with them and meet the Lord in the air. Boy, that's exciting. But the most exciting thing in that verse is that last little phrase. And so shall we ever be. It'll never change again. Are you with me? There'll never be another time of separation. There'll never be saying another goodbye. There'll never be a time right right now. I guarantee you there's somebody in this church right now going through something. And if you'd be honest, you'd have to say, Preacher, I feel like the Lord's a million miles away. I can't see him. I can't feel. I feel like I can't hear him. I don't know where. You know why that is? That's because we ain't never seen him. Yeah. that right? That's because we get our eyes so much on everything we do see that sometimes we just get there. Sometimes we just feel like we're all by ourselves and the Lord's forgot about us. But it'll never be like that after that day, Kirk. The Bible said, and soul, shall we ever be. Isn't that right? With the Lord, with those that, with our family and our loved ones, it'll never change. Hope there'll never be another casket. There'll never be another funeral home. There'll never be another hospital. Uh, John, there'll never be any of that. It'll last forever and forever and forever. It will never end this morning. That excites me. That brings comfort to my heart. I'm not so much talking about, I'll be honest with you. I I know, I know. I might as well just say it. I've said it before. I'll be honest with you. I love my grandpa. I do. And I I, I know the Bible said we'll be known as we're known. I know that, I believe I know who he is. I believe that. That day, I don't believe he'll be too excited to see me, and I don't believe I'll be all that excited to see him. Now, I know that seems awful harsh, and I know people fall out with you, and I'm going to tell you how I have to come to that conclusion. I have to push it out of my mind and quit thinking about uh, what my heart feels and what my flesh feels and really think about it spiritually, and I believe when I finally, Wayne, lay eyes on the one that bled and died for me, I don't believe I'll have eyes for anybody else. I believe when I realize that who he really is, when I see him as he is, and that's what the Bible said, seeing him as he is, John, I don't believe I'll be interested. I don't believe, I, I, I'm not saying I won't know what. I'm not saying there won't be, I, the Bible says we'll be called up. We'll be there together, I know that. But I've heard people say, well, when I get to heaven, me and daddy's gonna hold hands and walk down the road and we're gonna, he's gonna show me his mansion. And I'm gonna, I just don't know about that friend." You believe whatever you want to, don't fall. I'm not falling out with you, don't fall out with me. But I believe when we see the Lord, I don't believe I'll have any desire to hold daddy's hand and walk down the street. I believe I won't be right there with the Lord. Yeah. I believe when I see the one that bled and died, I believe, I, I believe that we'll get to the judgment seat, any crowns we win, we'll lay down at his feet. And I believe we'll worship him. I believe we'll adore him. I believe, ain't that right? Yeah. That's what I believe. And I, I, I'm not trying to stretch it, but the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with what? It didn't say Mama. Didn't say daddy. Didn't say grandma and grandpa should be present with the Lord. Isn't that right? I believe he'd be our focus. And that'll last forever. Are you with me? I mean, God, help us. My grandpa lived to be 75 years old. And the older I get, John, the younger that seems. Ain't that Right. But I'm not even talking about, if somebody lives to be 100 years old, that's miraculous, Wendy. That's amazing to live to be 100 years old. But I'm not talking about 100 years. I'm not even talking about 200, 300. I'm not even talking about 1,000. John, I'm not even talking about 10,000 or a million or 10 million or a billion or a trillion or a quadrillion or a quintillion or whatever else comes after that as far as I can go. I'm not even talking about, I'm talking about forever, Wayne. Uh, and so shall happen. It sure You can bank on it. You can rest assured no matter what may happen in your life, my life, the church, whatever the case is, you can rest assured there is coming a day. Nobody can stop it. And when it comes, it's gonna be all about him. And it's gonna last forever. You say, first you got Bible to back that up. I believe the Bible said a day with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. Isn't that right? What about that? That day well, what about that? That day, John, be about like a thousand years to us. I believe we'll be able to enjoy it for just a little while, don't you? Amen. Ain't that right? Ain't that right? Well, let me tell you what happened. Let me, let me give you just a little bit. The moment that day happens, this is what will happen, Kirk. The moment he raptures the church out and the, re- the bodily resurrection happens, there'll be seven years on earth known as the tribulation period. After those seven years, He's coming back. We're coming with him to battle of Armageddon. Then he's setting up his millennial reign. You know what that is? That's a thousand years that he'll reign and rule on earth, yeah. and we're going to rule with him. Ain't that right? You say, preacher, what are you saying? Boy, it blows! You say, preacher, a thousand years—that's a long time. That'll just be one day. Ain't that right? Lord, yeah. that's just like one. Day. That one day, that day when he calls us home, we'll get to enjoy that for a thousand years, it'll seem like. But then them thousand years, Kenny, that just be like a day. Yeah. What about that? Are you with me? You said, but you don't understand it. It's calls this a day unlike any other. Right? But you can comfort yourself knowing that there is coming a day and it is for an eternity. Isn't that right? Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And I doubt in my mind, there's people in this building this morning hurting, there's people in this bo- building this morning struggling, whatever you're going through. Wouldn't it be nice to anchor yourself on something that you can count on? I don't know what your job situation is going to be. I don't know what your help's going to be. I don't know this morning what you're going to face tomorrow. I, whatever you're dealing with, I don't know what to tell you. I don't have words to tell you what to, how to feel better. But I can tell you this, there's coming a day. And you find comfort in that day.
1: Yeah.
0: Isn't that right? Let's stand to our feet.